Welcome to Pixelated Realms, your guide through the digital landscape, untangling the mysteries of your favorite titles and discussing the latest and greatest in video game fun. I'm your host, Alex Salerno, and alongside me is the one, the only, Tyler Salerno. Hello, hello. Thank you, and welcome back, folks. Yeah, it's great. Episode number two. We finally are not just one, and two. So <laughs> uh, today we're going to talk about our most anticipated games what's on your list tyler let's hear it well there's a lot of games there's a lot of games but i picked a couple that i think i'm really really looking forward to so um i really am looking forward to dune awakening and we're gonna go dive into that some more into some detail um we're very much looking forward to armored core 6 fires of rubicon that one's going to be fantastic. Big fan of the old games. Glad to see it back. Hell yeah. And then we're going to finish up my list here with Anvil Empire from the same creators of the popular game Foxhole. So we'll, we'll dive into that a little bit and, and, and talk it through and what, what fun we're going to have. Yeah, that's an interesting one. Uh, I had never heard of it until you told me about it, so I can't wait to discuss that a little bit. Uh, my list, I got a little bit of overlap, but my number one is Starfield, the No Man's Sky killer. You know what I mean? Uh, I love anything space, so we'll talk about that. I, though, and then I'm also excited as hell for Armored Core. We used to play the shit yep. out of that game. I am so glad that they're bringing it back. And that was like before FromSoft was like you know the Dark Souls guys. Yes, uh, they were known before as Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, or before yeah. even Demon Souls. Yeah, they were Armored Core. Um, and then I'm going to talk about the day before the game that'll never come out, but I'm still excited for. <laughs> and then Remnant Two is kind of this sleeper game that um, I. I'm now really excited for after seeing all the reviews. Hmm. So we'll talk about that uh, uh, coming up. Um, let's see. First, a little housekeeping. Uh, you may have noticed we are changing our format just a smidge. So uh, we, we, our first episode was an hour long. We're now shrinking that down to 45 minutes. Um, and we changed our intro. Let us know if you like it. Uh, you know, reach out to us on Pixelated Realms and or at Pixelated Realm Podcast or on social media and, and let us know. We would love to get feedback. You know, we're still working on this. And this is episode number two. We're we're gonna be changing this a lot in the coming months. So um your feedback is highly, highly, highly appreciated. Absolutely. So, and we, we certainly want to talk about the topics that are relevant to you folks. You know, we we have you know an unlimited list of things that we're interested in talking about. But, you know, let us know what you want to hear about and, and we can I- implement that as we move on and change and adapt this format to, you know, better be uh, be be fun and enjoyable. Yeah, well said. So uh, before we dive in, though. The season of Diablo just dropped. Have you played it? <laughs> I have played it, and I, well, you know, what 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 are we gonna say, right? I mean, let's let's be honest here. If you if you if you're not if you're not uh, you know, watching all the feeds and watching the the Reddit posts and all the all the uh, news coming out, what how, how would you put this? You know, the the gaming community <clears throat> might have been a little upset. <laughs> Would, would you say uh, uh, about the nerf? Yeah. <laughs> about the patch that came out. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, they. Uh, for those who don't know, <laughs> Blizzard basically nerfed everything in the game. Everything, all, everything every player character by like forty percent. Like ma- even characters that were already shitty. <laughs> like I, I, you know, I mean, like that is 
insane. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I don't I, understand. <laughs> I'm not really quite sure, you know, what was going through their heads to kind of think, oh, this is a great idea. You know, we should definitely push this patch. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I think balancing is very important. I, I you know, I, I'm even willing to give them some leeway as far as, you know, making that work. But, it, you know, when you nerf a class that's basically unusable, which is the sorcerer, sorcerer right now, it's like, wait, did you guys even play your own game? Like, that's what a lot of people were saying. And, and I kind of agree, you know, and... Look, I'll be the first person to say, like, I, I think the criticism has been a little a little harsh in the sense that, like, you know, not, you know, you see all these posts like, oh, I uninstalled the game, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I mean, I'm, I'm still having fun. I mean, I, I, I was playing through season, I've been playing through season one, redoing the campaign. I mean, I, I, I don't know, it's still, it's still a fun game to me. I mean, it's not like I should just go ra outright and uninstall it, but that doesn't mean I'm not confused by their direction and kind of why they decided to, you know, nerf things. And traditionally speaking, you know, in, in, in this patching gaming culture that we have nowadays, you know, nerfing things uh, tends not to always be the best solution you know it, it people tend to it maybe it's a psychological thing but we tend to want things to be buffed as opposed to nerfing the strong things right mm -hmm. so if if character a is the strongest character you know it, and we don't want you just to nerf that character. We want you to buff the other characters so they're just as fun as that overpowered Yeah, nobody character. wants to feel weaker. You know what I what? mean? Everybody wants to feel like a badass. That's why we play video games. If we wanted to feel weak, we would just go outside. <laughs> <You know>? like... <laughs> exactly. And like... that's that's the thing that's really kind of... Uh, you know, and and this is a it's it's a lesson that Blizzard knows well. You know, I mean, hell, uh, we we can go back to the release of World of Warcraft and the World of Warcraft beta, right? Um, if if any of you have played World of Warcraft, you you know something called rested XP, right? So when you log off of your character, usually in in an inn um, or a safe space, you when you log back in, you know, you have some amount of a, of basically doubled experience kind of to make up for that time you weren't playing well originally a little little backstory about world of warcraft originally they actually had this as a penalty so the more you mm. played you would actually receive a reduction in the amount of experience you received and it was universally hated right wow. and yeah it's it's actually quite interesting and but instead of kind of you know just removing it they just flipped it right they just right. made instead of making it a negative they made it a positive so when instead of if you play too much you get a reduction now it was when you're not playing you actually get you know an increase in experience yeah. so it, that my point being is they they should know that there's a psychological element to these things and yeah. so it, it's even more confusing yeah, why it, they it, thought yeah, yeah that's a great point like the psychological like aspect of that is so important it's like is it's it's like if you change the rules of basketball halfway through like the season, you know what I mean? And they're like, yeah. "Hey, the 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 hoop is now five feet taller." Uh, good luck. <laughs> you know, you you guys are scoring too many points. People are gonna be like, right. "What the fuck?" Like, no, that's not how this works. We want the points. You know, we want to we want to look like we're doing great. We don't want to struggle the whole time. Uh, yeah. You know, and so it, it's totally bizarre. And I like the only thing, and like I I totally agree with you. By the way, that like. Uninstalling the game is 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 ridiculous. It's a little been, harsh. It, 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 it 
it's still like the same game, right? It's just now a little bit harder. But uh, that like, I wonder if they did that. The only the only thing I can think of that like the reason to do like an like an like chopping the top off of the you know everything is sure. that they were like people are leveling up too fast or are right. killing things too fast and we need to buff everything because the the rate at which they're going through stuff is too fast and we want to slow that down um which is good and bad and like I can understand that but the thing is is that's really shitty for the casual right. players and it's fine for the like hardcore players cuz they're like fine we're still going to play you know 40 hours a a, a day you know <laughs> and, right it kind of just widens that gap if you think about it right it, exactly the, the, one it's going to kind of piss off the hardcore players who you know like you said are probably going to do going to level anyway but they're still mad now that it takes more time but then the casual player has a significantly harder time you know getting to that place and and that balance which is really yeah. important you yeah. know is is kind of messed up so it, it it's it's interesting you know I, I i think we've definitely you know given some criticism there we feel a little bit of criticism is due but also you know um, I mean, you know, I'm all along for the ride. Like I've been yeah, playing yeah. it. I'm I'm enjoying myself. I personally, I I love going through the campaign again. Like that's mm-hmm. that's something I've I I'm kind of missing. I'm like, once I end the campaign, I'm like, can I just redo right. this? At, right. at least it's a something to do. Um, so you know, I I and 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 you know, anyone who's following this trend saw that they did do a uh, fireside chat yesterday, which is uh. Friday the uh, 21st in this case uh-huh. um and you know they 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 clearly know what the reaction has been right i mean right. they kind of just started off by saying like sorry you know <laughs> sorry <laughs> so, yeah, exactly <laughs> and and so they're you know they're really reassessing it and and uh and genuinely you know i do feel like these devs care a lot and they're probably fighting some pretty serious activision oversight and mm-hmm. you know and that's a whole thing we'll we'll discuss on a whole whole nother episode um but uh yeah, yeah. we just want to acknowledge that and uh you well, know and, and also acknowledge you know kind of just the the bumpy road here and and you know i mean i still i still am going to keep playing and i want to i want to keep having fun and enjoying the game but uh it, it's worth acknowledging yeah, yeah. The thing I'm I'm afraid of is that they they had a really good launch. Diablo Four had a really good launch, and Blizzard lately has had a pretty interesting reputation. And I would really hate it for them to slip and slip back into those old trends of being just totally missing the mark and totally like mm-hmm. not reading the room. You know what I mean? And making all these decisions around finances. Um, but you know something that's gonna that might affect the game coming up is you know the acquisition of microsoft so that'll be really interesting to see if activision's you know kind of quote-unquote greed who knows what's the actual you know motivator but like if that kind of gets put in check a little bit because microsoft is going to be like listen you you got money we got money make a good product be the blizzard we 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 need you to be you know be the activision we need you to be uh you don't have to worry about you know shareholder you know profits as much anymore (laughs) yeah no it's definitely there's there's definitely a lot of kind of mismanagement going on and and you know i was even not to dive too deep into this we'll we'll get on to our uh next segment here real soon but you know i just just watching some posts you know 
uh, some videos of of old Blizzard employees and developers just talking about how it's not the same. It is not the same, you know, uh, uh, company as the '90s and 2000s, the one we kind of know and love. And and so yeah, it's 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 sad to see that. Um, but you know, I I'm, I call me a help you know helpless romantic. I just want to I just want to keep believing that things are going to get better. And I know. and you know those voices that. Know. you know matter and understand are gonna prevail so we'll see we'll keep it positive and and but but uh you know it's definitely something to note and uh and yeah. uh it's 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 been quite a ride already <laughs> yeah you know i want the warcraft 2 warcraft 3 days back but you know we, you know maybe we could get some a former employee on the podcast <laughs> uh, <laughs> hint, hint in the future maybe yeah. uh yes we'll see no promises uh, anyways, Absolutely. so <laughs> this isn't the Diablo 4 podcast or even the Blizzard podcast, even though it does seem like that. Uh, let's go ahead and dive into our most anticipated games coming up. So it is, what, July 22nd right now? So up and cup, there's a lot of good games coming in the second half of the year uh, and e- even beyond. So, like, mm-hmm. let's dive right in. Like, I'm going to start with Starfield. I am so excited and I'm a hype trainer. I have been burned so many times. You think that I would not, I would have learned my lesson. <laughs> I have not. I have not. I pre-ordered Cyberpunk, got burned. I pre- I've pre-ordered so many games, and I'm so stupid for doing so, but I do it every time. I pre-ordered Starfield, which is even dumber because it's on Game Pass. Oh, <laughs> and I still oh, paid for geez. it. I still paid for it. I'm such an idiot, but I can't help it. I'm so ready. I mean, Skyrim in space? Sign me up. Sign me up. In fact, I did something that I have never done before, and I got the collector's edition. And wow. I really, I, I, I'm not normally, I don't normally do that, but I was like, oh, this looks so cool. I don't know if you've seen it, but like, it has like, apparently in the game, you wear like a watch and that's like your menu or something mm-hmm. like that. But it comes with the actual watch from inside the game. And then it comes in this like really nice case and it comes with all this other like artwork and a steel book and everything like that. And I was like, mm, maybe if I'm going to do it for anything, <laughs> this seems like it would be a good one to try. So I went ahead and got the collector's edition. That's how excited I am for this. Just watching wow. the videos. Have you watched any of the videos? They have like like an hour of gameplay. Yeah, so actually I was going to mention that. I actually, you know, due to getting burned, <laughs> I, I tend to I tend to try to limit my exposure to um you know, this hype material because I mean, I I kind of think back to like No Man's Sky. Oh, I yeah. was like I was like what happened to No Man's Sky? That was a great launch. No. <laughs> gripping my chair to wait for that to launch. And then I played like 20 hours in a couple of days and I was like, oh, <laughs> okay. Not quite what was advertised. But um, but no, I actually, I don't have a whole lot of Starfield knowledge. So uh, what, what kind of game are we going to expect? You know, what kind of uh, mm. platforms is it going to be on? Um, you know, fill me in. Yeah, so... Um, I mean, platforms, it's on everything I think right now. Even though Microsoft bought uh obsidian and i i think it's still coming out to place you know i don't know actually but it's for sure xbox and pc uh i got it for pc and the gameplay looks sick so it's it's what you would expect it's um i'm sorry did i say obsidian i meant bethesda um oh, yeah. <clears throat> uh it's it's like skyrim in space it, it's got a very no man's sky feel but like to the bethesda quality and so you're some kind of space explorer you get roped into this like uh like explorer guild or something like that and 
you are tasked with, you know, exploring and, you know, uh, I think it has to do with like alien technology. Like you're searching for alien technology. But um, to be honest, I never beat Skyrim. So like the main story is like whatever. It's wait, 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 wait. Stop, stop, stop. What? You never beat Skyrim? I have like 200 hours in Skyrim and I've never actually finished the main campaign. I've done it's because I get distracted. I run around and I, I, and I'm like, you know, everyone starts as a stealth archer and then halfway through I'll be like, I'm going to be a mage now. And then I switch and I go to the, you know, and I just putz around. So I've never, I've never beat it. And like, uh. I, I, Starfield, I almost feel like I, it might be the same for a long time. Or maybe I should just beeline it through the story, but. <laughs> regardless hilarious but regardless continue (laughs) yeah regardless like it it looks really it looks awesome they they said there's like a thousand planets some of them are procedurally generated but the ones with like life on it i think aren't and uh you might have to fact check me on that i'm not 100 sure but it's like most of them are like mining mineable planets so you so you can go you mine resources and stuff like that but you also can go to a planet and find like mass effect style um kind of like like side quests where it's like you go and there's like a a bandit base and you're going in and you can like you know use different combat techniques to take them out and then there's like some maybe side mission or just gear and stuff like that out there um so you can do like stronghold raid kind of a thing and um there's also like really in-depth ship building okay so the so you can pre-buy the ships and stuff but you can also custom build your ships so it's like component based so you'll have like your cockpit and then you can you know kind of attach like uh Mm -hmm. like a sleeping unit to the back of that and then or you can so you can make it either like this big like freighter or you can make it this little jump ship you know like for like mercenary work or something like that so it's very uh it's it's very flexible and kind of the style but you can customize everything and it looks really cool uh so i'm excited i'm excited to see what you can do with that and i love a good exploration game that mixes in combat um you know as we kind of talked last time i like combat i like tactical kind of feeling stuff like that but i also really like to feel like i'm a lone ranger out in the world exploring so like this is like such an alex game like i'm super excited as long as it doesn't have the traditional bethesda bugs you know, where like everything is <laughs> well. Yeah, of course it will. Uh, they claim that it's a new engine, and so they like rebuilt their rendering pipeline and they rebuilt all these things. So um, we'll see. <laughs> but you know, no promises. I'm sure it's still gonna. There's still gonna be plants going, glo- growing through metal and stuff. But um, you so know. it makes me. It makes me want to uh, bring up. So what about the? Um, what do you even call this? The unobtainable. Uh, video game uh oh geez man I'm t- I, I can't even remember uh where do you try to go so for? long I, i'm i'm thinking of uh the game that the space game that's never coming out the star sh- citizen oh <laughs> oh the one that's so gonna, i mean are, are, I, yeah. are we gonna see some similarities there are we you know are they going right. a different direction um I what hope, sense have you got i hope it's way different but uh having played uh, actually a significant amount of star citizen that game is the most garbage game i've ever played <laughs> but not anyways it's not we're not talking about star citizen but uh starfield compared to star citizen i feel like they're gonna be way different like star citizen is more of a um kind of life simulator it's it's supposed to simulate like you know i'm a, i'm just just guy in the universe and i kind of go and do things and yeah there's quests and stuff like that but it it it, it, it and it's online right so it's like you, yeah. you run into other people and stuff like that so there's a little bit of difference there but uh starfield is a single player experience as far as i know there's no multiplayer and oh, yeah. um 
uh, you know, it's it's more about the the quest and the experience, and you know, like I, I fully expect you get lost in in side quests forever. And I think they said something like it's got like some X number of times more dialogue than Skyrim, so it's gonna be even wow. like bigger. And you know, you have a thousand planets to go through. Uh, though only like probably like a couple dozen of those are inhabited, but like still, that's a lot of space to to you know wander through. So I feel like this game is gonna be very large scale like star citizen is but i feel like a completely different experience so i i don't know if i would exactly compare them um well you know and and it goes to say that we're both you know big bethesda fans in general you know i i love the fallout franchise i mm -hmm. love the uh elder scrolls franchise um you know so so you know i mean my faith in in them is is pretty high you know i i i i i you know i feel i i a pre-order is not like out of my mind at this point so yeah i'm i'm very excited and i see it's launching on september 6th yeah it's like a actually month. yeah it's really <laughs> close a lot closer than i thought so um that's really exciting um hopefully you know like you said we we get a good launch and you know it's it's kind of you know bug free and it's not like a day one <laughs> patch kind of situation but you know yeah, we'll see, we'll, uh... but either way as long as you know we get a good game in the end i think i'll be uh, pretty happy yeah, you know, it. yeah, I mean, as far as pre-order goes, I'm kind of like, I know I'm going to buy this game eventually, and I'm going to buy it before it goes on sale. So I was like, fuck it, but pre-order that baby. But yeah, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what level, what state it's in coming out. And, you know, they've made a lot of big claims, which usually means a lot of big bugs. Uh, mm. So so we'll see. And like you said, it, it's like a month and a half, like it comes out. Like it's, it's actually pretty soon. So and this game, we, I've been waiting for this game for years, so I'm, I'm super pumped. Um, yeah, I'm just looking at it. it. Says they've been developing the universe for ten years. That's a yeah. big claim. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see what we get. Yeah. I'm also really excited. Um, I uh, looks like you can get five days early access if you get the premium edition. No surprises there. Mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. Uh, very tempting, certainly. So, um, yeah, I'm really excited yeah. about that myself. Um, looking yeah. forward to it. Yeah. Speaking of big universes, you want to talk about Dune Awakening? Yes, I do. Oh, my God. I am so excited. So if you haven't heard about Dune Awakening, um, this is coming out um, from a company called Funcom. Um, You might uh, recognize them from a few popular titles. Um, Let me. Yeah, I've never heard of them, but. I mean, yeah, no, you you have. So they're actually they they make uh, a game that you really like Metal Hellsinger. Oh, so, oh. Yeah, that's them. Um, they also do Conan Exiles. So those oh, were the okay. two that I had on the top of my mind. Um, so they have experience. Um, so just to dive into what kind of game this is going to be, obviously it's going to be in the Dune universe. Um, yeah. You know, a lot. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, you know, if you're a fan of the books, a fan of the movies, um, you know, it's going to be ripe for, uh, you know, the nostalgic fun there for you. Um I've been diving in a little bit to, you know, the the details and some of the developer updates. Um, So it is going to be a survival sandbox, massively multiplayer game. It's going to be available on all the typical platforms, your PlayStations, your Xbox, your PCs. Um, And uh, it's it's exactly what you want from a Dune survival game. And, And I think it's super exciting because the Dune universe is so, you know uh creative and tense and kind of just wild in general um i love, so you're dude. Re- I love oh dude. yeah i love it i love it, the movies i love i've read the book I, I love the whole like idea of it and having like a big 
open world, which is so I feel like it's so key to a Dune game because the whole thing about Dune is it's kind of more of a world builder uh, kind of book, right? Like it's like and, and yep. even movie, right? It's all about the like world building and like this like really unique universe that they live in. That's like this almost like dark ages of the future, right? And so like that seems like a really cool universe to have a video game in. Oh, absolutely. And so once you even hear about how they're developing this, you're going to get more excited. So basically, you're going to start on Arrakis as kind of an abandoned, uh, you know, spacefarer or a refugee, you know, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. And, you know, much like a typical survival game, it's actually going to be a, a, quite a fight in the beginning. You know, you're really going to be um, desperate for water. You're going to be desperate to avoid these sandworms that are going to be basically uh, called, you know, just like in the Dune universe when you're out in the dunes. Um, and, and you know, you, you kind of have some of those basic elements we expect in all survival games. So you're going to have that uh, base building aspect. You're going to have, you know, these, this, these um, you know, kind of guilds is what they're calling them, right? So we're going to come together as players and, and develop guilds that we can then use to, you know, kind of covet resources. Um, they have some really, really cool things going on here. So they're calling the... So, Diving into the combat a little bit and how that's going to work, they're calling it combined arms. And basically what that concept means is it's how they're mixing ranged combat, melee combat, vehicle combat on the ground and in the air, and how that all plays into the environment. And... And to me, that's really exciting because, you know, think I, I think about games like Ark, right, which has um, Ark Survival Evolved, which has that kind of element to it where it's, you know, ground, air, everything in between. And, and it can be a little hectic, right? But the fact that they're really approaching it from a, like, holistic standpoint and they're really trying to nail that in, nice. um, it, 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 it's very encouraging to me. Um, and, and, you know, of course, they have all of the the blades and guns and weaponry that we know and love from mm-hmm. the Dune universe. So I'm really excited to explore that more, you know, get my Chris knife and, and you know, cool. if someone has a shield, you have to go up and melee them with a slow, you know, the slow blade, you know, p- pierces the shield. So right, right. They, they've really they you know, they're obviously huge fans of the Dune universe and they're staying really loyal to it's um you know it's tenants and and what makes it interesting and unique um so there's there's a whole bunch more to dive into um so basically you know the environment first and foremost it just looks gorgeous from what they've shown us so far i mean it's it's clearly um I, I don't know the engine, but whichever engine they're using, it looks wonderful. Their their level design is wonderful. But more than that, it's actually going to change very significantly as the game progresses. So basically, they're, they are going to have these things called Coriolis storms, right? So like oh. a, a sandstorm. And that is going to shape um, the dunes and the terrain and uncover temples and you know caves and yeah and so so as the game develops you know say you know the biggest guild ever takes over this area you know hey tomorrow it might not even be there so there's going to be a lot a lot of manipulation and and if it is everything they say it's going to be it sounds amazing (laughs) wow if it's half as cool as this i'm i'm sold man like absolutely and it's an mmo like what yeah they said there's gonna be thousands of people per you know 
per uh, instance server. So we'll see how that works out, you know. Right. <laughs> Dude, I'm excited. I'm so ready for an MMO. I feel like, I think we were talking about this not that long ago, but I feel like MMOs kind of like dropped off for a while, like at least developing, developing new ones. Like everyone just, it's like, it was WoW, Final Fantasy, uh, you know, I guess Guild you could, Wars too. Yeah. yeah, Guild Wars. I guess you consider Destiny sort of an MMO. Like it, it just kind of, I don't know. Like it just didn't feel like that people were cranking them out like they used to. And so it was like trying to find like a modern AAA MMO was is really hard to do. Like all the MMOs out right now that are popular are old that have been just like updated over the years, which is you know fine. But every now and again, you're like, I kind of want like a built from the ground up new technology, new like standards of of coding practices and development practices and stuff like that. So I'm really excited to get into a new MMO, especially in the Dune universe, especially a survival game. And, <laughs> yeah. like, this looks awesome. Like, and the graphics look sick, and you're telling me, like, how dynamic the world is? Like, I am sold. Absolutely. It's it's really, like, it's it's one of those things where my anticipation for it just kept increasing as I kept researching it and, and watching the devs and all of this develop. So they're, you know, they're taking all these these key things from the Dune universe. So, you know, they're they're calling um the rules of engagement the Conli, which is like what it is and it's what it's called in Dune. Right. And so they have these different areas. So you're gonna have these common um common cities that like might have Sardaukar troops like patrolling around that are like, you know, friendly for everyone. But then you're gonna have these PvP zones, right? Where, you know, it's just a complete, you know, explosion yeah, of you know all. yeah, free for all thank you. Yeah, free for all of just craziness. And uh and you know, people just... popping out of the sand and throwing it in oh, your face yeah. and being like, I hate the sand. It gets everywhere. And then stabbing them in the neck, you know, like. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and, and the whole time, right, is you have, you know, you not only have other humans or other players to worry about, you have the sandworms to worry about. So the sandworms, you know, they sound like they're just nailing that aspect. So when you walk on the sand, right, you're going to generate a certain amount of like you could call it threat, like sandworm right. threat. Right. But when you're on a ground vehicle you're going to create more of that threat. So if, if it's you and your right. five buddies on these sand motorcycles, you're going to have a much higher chance of summoning the dune, uh, the dune worms. And so, you know, think about this. You're, you're having some crazy PVP battle with some other clan or, or guild, you know, and you forget that you guys are probably thumping, you know, on the sand and, right. you know, the, the worm's going to just take you out. And, or, and... or like on the flip side of this, I imagine you're like, you're like, there's a big group of guys and you're like a solo person. You have one of those little thumper devices and you just throw it in the right. middle of them and summon yeah. a worm and be like, good luck. <laughs> There's a lot of fun to be had in that. And, uh, and it's funny too, cause they even mentioned, they go, you know, uh, when you get swallowed by the worm, you don't leave anything behind, you know, so it's right. not like you're, you're going to be leaving a backpack. Like everyone's right. done, man. Your gear is <laughs> gone. <laughs> Your yeah. car is gone. I am excited. It doesn't look like there's a release date for that one. So that we got a little bit of time so I can mm -hmm. I can enjoy yeah. my Starfield. Uh, totally. Speaking, speaking of MMOs, actually, uh, uh, unless you had like a lot more to go on that one, I, I kind of want to skip ahead on my list here. Sure. Uh, because this reminds me of so like, have you heard of the day before? Have you heard of this you game? Know, I, I, th I think you showed me a little bit of info on it, but it was pretty elusive, right? So tell yeah. us, tell us then, what, what, what's the day before about? The, so the day before, it, so. Um, uh, fantastic is the company that that's developing this game uh and they've made other games i'm trying to remember exactly i have to look them up but uh this is like a 
sort of a post-apocalyptic survival MMO. And this is why I reminded, like, this Dune talk reminded me of it. And um, because I'm, like, I'm eager right now for a, like, a really good, like, MMO. And so Dune sounds like it's probably going to be the one. But I also have my eyes on the day before. And so they showed, like, some really cool video footage of it where it's kind of, like, uh, like, Daisy-ish where you're, or, like, almost, like, The Division where you're, like, it's third person. You have, like, kind of your backpack and your gun. You're walking around and you have to, like... You come up to, like, a farm, for instance, and you have to, like, scope it out, make sure there's no zombies or whatever the monsters are, or other players, because they can, you know, take you out, and then you have to go and scavenge the house and stuff like that. And, you know, I mean, that's been done, like, a thousand times before, but one, it's MMO, so it's kind of an open-world sandbox, and then two, it it looked really good, but here's the kicker. Nobody knows if the game is real or not. (laughs) So... Basically, they release like I think it's like two ten-minute videos of gameplay, and they're like highly staged, and that's it. And the game was supposed to come out months ago, and it keeps getting excuses. Oh, uh, the name was taken by an app on the App Store, so we have to we're going through legal trouble. Oh, we have to you know uh, blah 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 blah. It's delay, delay, wow. delay, 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 and nobody. And the game was supposed to already be out by now, and it nobody has played it. Not a single journalist has played no this beta, game no no nothing, nothing like nope. and so people are like is this a real game and then they decided to switch it to unreal engine 5 from whatever it was before and so they're like they keep like delay 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 so people are calling this like a ghost game like it's like vaporware it doesn't exist uh but it was all just manufactured videos you know like and and something else that is very interesting about this is you know all the conspiracy theories behind this um is like a lot of the 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 footage from the gameplay they did release is almost one for one copies of other similar games. So jeez. Oh, but but just, you know, it's like they basically like took the exact cinematic or moment from another game and just reskinned it with their game. And so people are like like having these like super cuts of other games and then putting it next to the trailer and they're like this is literally the same thing. So they're like is this even real? Like what what the hell is happening? So I actually found that kind of interesting that there's this like big old conspiracy theory about this game like not even existing. So I don't know. Maybe we'll hear about it in a couple of years and hear the true story about like that this game never happened. But uh, I just thought it was interesting talking about MMOs and survivals and, and stuff like that. Luckily, Dune is coming out. <laughs> it's, we, have, we have pretty high you know confidence in that. But um, I just thought that was pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of a sleeper, right? Like right. you don't want to put too much hope or any hope at all necessarily but if it comes out and it's good hey i'll play it and have a good time i know i i I want it to come out like it looks really good but i don't think it will (laughs) i do see they have a a new release date of november 10th 2023 so we'll see we'll see what happens i know Oh my gosh i know i and i love zombie games and and you know obviously like you said this is this is not a new formula it's not a new style Mm -hmm. of game but but you know, there's so many areas they can improve, um, and you know, we'll, we'll we'll give them a chance, and if they can if they can do it, they can do it. I mean, th- man, uh, like I I could just think of a dozen zombie games off the top of my head, but hell, I'm 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 up for another one as long as it's uh, fun and entertaining and has some some new fun stuff. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and a lot of games like that were of like me- mediocre quality. So if it's actually like decent quality, then that's already a step up. 
it's just funny how it's like they're, they're just so like if you can't even produce like some gameplay like it's a yeah. little scary well, isn't it because it's pretty typical for like journalists to play the game like behind closed doors kind of a thing and be like oh i've played the beta or i've played this like or i've seen a developer play the game like a controlled demo but none of that has happened it's very common for you know to show like hey this is like a real game like even like star wars 1313 which ended up not even being made had a physical demo that journalists would play and and it's like so this game that was supposed to release already doesn't even have that that's sketchy uh <laughs> we'll see. i mean yeah I just looking into it a little bit, I mean, it clearly has, like, Grand City scale, right? Like, uh -huh. they're showing, like, New York, Manhattan-style cities with, yeah. you know, guys driving Lamborghinis and all this stuff. It is, it's so, you know, I mean, uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. Uh, I, I, you know, like I said, I'm willing to have fun, but if this is one of those ones that does come out and it's a 1 out of 10 on everyone's list, I, I probably will pass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll see. This, I'm just keeping my eyes on this one. I find it really interesting. But speaking of high quality, I don't want to, mm. we only have a, a little bit of time left, and I really want to talk about Armored Core. So, Love it. I mean, shit, we used to play that game when we were younger, and like, I, I love Armored Core, like customizing your mech and doing the missions. So, like, if I remember right, like, Armored Core is like a mission based mech game, right? So, you'd like select yeah. mission one, and it would drop you into the level, and you have a, you have a, like a objective and you'd go in and you beat the objective and then you're done. So it's not like an open world, which is totally fine. Like, it's not like, it's very much like a, you get an A on this, you know, or an S or a C or whatever. And then you get more credits or whatever to get uh, better mechs and stuff. And the mechs were so wild. You could have like the four legged mech and you could have the two legged mech or you could have a hover mech if I remember right. And then you'd have like, do I have big artillery on my back or do I have a bunch of little guns and I'm fast? Like it was so cool to customize, like the customization on Armored Core was like the thing, right? Like you could really customize. So I'm excited that the modern day FromSoft, the award-winning, can't fail, best developer <laughs> ever. Of course, I'm going to say that and this game's going to flop, but like is making another one. I'm ready. I'm so ready. Well, you know, I wouldn't even be so sure about that because I've been doing a little bit of research, taking a look, you know. So I, the one we played as kids the most was Armored Core 3, right? Um, right. That was that was definitely one of the highlights of the Armored Core series. Um, you know, for those who don't know, as, as Alex kind of hinted at here, this is an early FromSoft game. This is far before, you know, we had our Elden Rings and Sekiro's and Bloodborne's, um, you know, and... and it's funny because it still had all the tenets of the FromSoft games we know and love. Incredibly difficult. Incredibly yeah. difficult. <laughs> <laughs> it was, you know, there was it was it was high quality. Um, it was, you know, it was fun. It was engaging. It, it had so many features. And and so when we came to this, you know, when Armored Core Six Fires of Rubicon uh, is announced, I was, you know, of course, I was ex incredibly excited. But that excitement's really only kind of increased as I've learned more about it. So Ooh. they have released some gameplay footage. Yeah. Um. It, and 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 it it looks so great. <laughs> like it just looks so great. So a lot of the like you were kind of saying, a lot of the tenant of this is it is a it is a mech customization game right it was you know mission based and and i believe that's going to be fairly similar in in the sixth version it's going to be you know somewhat linear uh, i'm not sure if it's going to be exact missions but it is right. going to be um, a linear storytelling strategy uh, but you know there's a few things that look dramatically different first and foremost 
you know, we, we were playing this on a PlayStation 2. Um, and so, you know, although it felt smooth to us r- rolling around jet boosting, right. it, it's not anywhere as smooth as this new gameplay that they've released. I mean, you know, you just you seem to have so much variability in what you can choose for your mech. Um, you know, whether you do a lightweight mech that can fly around the map and, and it has a lot of vertical and horizontal combat, or you're a heavy mech that, you know, has a ton of weapons on his back, but has to take bridges because he doesn't have the, you know, weight to fly. Uh, and, and so that customization feels really good. And from what I've seen so far, it's all there. I mean, it's, it's the same kind of thing that we know and love from the past games, Mm -hmm. which is super exciting. Um, obviously an updated engines. Amazing. We love it. Um, love to love to make things look better. Um, but you know, more than that, like it, it's, it's, we, we get to see a new rendition, you know, it's being called a soft reboot, but you know, you know, what's that mean nowadays? But we haven't seen a armored core game in 10 plus years. So yeah. I'm really excited to see what this, you know, powerhouse now of FromSoft can bring to the table in a game, you know, that absolutely we loved when we were kids. Um, so, you know, there's, there's so much exciting things about it, but, you know, I think there's, there's just, just alone, you know, this it's, it, I think it has potential to possibly be one of the best mech games ever released. If, you oh, know, yeah. maybe I'm getting ahead of myself, but it, if, if everything that is promised happens and from soft typically does, you know, execute, uh, I think we're going to get a really, really good game. I, I love how much this has just become a hype cast for all the games we're ready to play. Like yeah. <laughs> this is going to be amazing, but I totally agree. I'm watching the gameplay right now. It, it looks so good. I mean, it's crisp. The level design, of course, from software quality is insane. Like it it's this so like good. massive yeah. industrial mech city. The customization looks like what I remember it to be. Like you can basically do anything. You can control. You can you can change your legs. You can change your arms. Do you want a massive howitzer cannon on your back? Put that baby on there. It's gonna yeah. slow you down. But go ahead and do it. And so, like, I am a very, a very, very, very excited to play this. And the 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 cutscenes look insanely cool. Mm-hmm. So yep. the story is going to be there. And I don't know if it's going to be like the traditional Dark Soulsy, where it's like lore based, or if it's going to be more direct kind of storyline. But I'm ready. I honestly don't even remember what the Arbor story was because I just remember having fun being this sick mech, driving around, blowing shit up, and often getting destroyed by a bigger oh, mech. A- and- absolutely. I mean, as a kid, I don't, I don't think I, I, had any attention spanned over the fact that i just wanted to get a cool sword on my mech <laughs> yeah and it's surprisingly hard to get like a mech game out into the like out and and be successful like the i i don't like mech assault came out like the new mech assault came out like not that long ago and i, I didn't really hear much about it um but mech assault when it came out on the xbox the original xbox i remember that being like a that was the game but now it's like i mean i haven't really heard much mech games and so it's like this is this the one that finally brings mechs back into the like the limelight? We'll see. I mean, it's from soft. Like, I hope we're not overhyping it, but this sounds, you know, like it could be the one. Uh, I mean, hey, these are our anticipated games for a reason, right? I mean, you know, it, it's it's part of the reason we anticipate them is because they're from developers we trust, you know, and yeah, and uh, and I, I hope we're right. And you know, if we're not, we'll certainly have another episode about that and <laughs> talking about them. But <laughs> yeah, but I, for, in the meantime, I think it's it's you know part of the fun of gaming is is the anticipation. So oh, yeah. uh, obviously, we don't want to be disappointed, but I I I I don't think we're going to be. I think this looks beautiful. The I I think 
think two things to me really stand out that look way different than the the previous games and that is due to just you know our our uh processing power nowadays is the levels right Mm -hmm. so the levels used to be fairly you know contained right you did you did you had some verticality but not a lot but now they actually have a you know it's a tenant of the game of having this vertical combat as well as the horizontal combat as well as the ground combat so it doesn't seem like you can avoid you know you can kind of avoid that now it was still in the previous games but you know, it was a little, I would say it was a little funkier. Right. Um, so, and then the second thing is just the the uh, scope of the level design, right? If, if you go and watch any of this gameplay, you'll immediately notice that the levels look incredible, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, almost reminded me of like Nier Automata or, you know, right. kind of that, that sense. Um, and uh, yeah, and, and that's going to allow for that vertical gameplay that horizontal gameplay those those multiple options which is going to be the the real fun uh, mm-hmm. of this game so those two things alone make me really excited and as long as they can kind of you know maintain the spirit of the old games i i, I think we're looking in a really good shape for this one yeah yeah uh i agree i totally agree so it looks like we only have a couple minutes left um i don't know if we're quite gonna make talking about our last games so i was gonna talk about the remnant 2 basically it's like a, uh, I'd say, light Dark Soulsy type shooter co-op game. Uh, it comes out in like a couple of days. I'm excited to play that. If you're down to play it with me, and and then you want to talk about Anvil Empire? Give me your your two minute pitch. I will give you my two minute pitch. So Anvil Empire, it's 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 funny because I, I it's perfect for a two minute pitch. Have you played Foxhole? It's Foxhole, but it's medieval, right? So if you haven't played Foxhole, Foxhole is a large scale MMO. Um, kind of World War II uh, continuous war game. So you have you pick you know either side A or side B, um, wardens or colonials. Oh, oh man, people are going to kill me for that, but I, I'm pretty sure that's it. And, uh, and it's a constant, constant war going on between these two factions. So, you know, things like logistics and leadership and, and coordination are everything and and yeah you can just be that grunt on the on the ground who just shoots a rifle and gets shot and then you know respawns and does it again but you can also be someone who has a huge impact you know these discord mm-hmm. communities these communities are are huge and right i've spent dozens of hours on foxhole and i don't even think i've touched the tip of that game right um, it's like so- a resource management massive scale strategic war game Right. Nothing quite exists like it. And there's been some, you know, we played some that are similar, but I don't think anything is kind of matched. And in fact, sometimes it even gets a little too complicated, in my opinion, but that's a whole other topic. So let's go back to Anvil Empire. We take all that format and we go into the medieval uh, realm. And, and, you know, just personally, I'm a little bit more inclined to like the medieval realm. I don't know. Maybe it's just a, you know, <laughs> it's just like a, you know, we've ne- it's, it's a distance thing. Um, but you got that massively multiplayer conquest going on, right? So we're going to have these huge wars. You're going to have settlement building from, you know, these small hamlets to these very large towns that are going to be 100% player controlled. I mean, there's there's no NPCs. That's not how this game works. It is the players. Um, you have that large scale combat, right? So you have so much opportunity to have fun and role play with people. I mean, I can't tell you how much fun I've had in Foxhole where, you know, we're running into the enemy lines and, and I have some sergeant going, come on, troops, you know, get, get your asses out into the bunker, you know, or whatever. And you're just mm-hmm. having so much fun just kind of role playing, even if Very you get cool. shot, whatever. You had yeah. a good time, you know. Um, 
And then, you know, you have things that are classic to the medieval kind of area that are going to be so much fun. Sieging, right? You're going to have, like, village raids. You're going to have, like, caravan raids. You know, and, and, and it's just going to be so fun to see a fresh skin on this and, and their fresh kind of idea. And there's not, you know, there's not a ton of ton of information out about the game yet. I'm, I'm pretty sure there's not a release date. Um, but But just... You know, it, it just it's an it's almost enough just to be like, okay, Foxhole Medieval, let's let's give it a shot. Let's see. Nice. So I'm super excited. Very cool. I'm down to check it out. Uh if I have any time, it sounds like we're gonna be like well busy with all these games. Uh well, cool. So thank you everyone for joining us. That was our most anticipated upcoming games. We talked about Starfield, Armored Core, Dune Awakening, The Day Before, Remnant 2, and Anvil Empire. Uh, next time, I think we're going to be talking about patches, post-launch patches. Should, you know, I mean, we're going to be talking about all about them. Like, uh, should we, you know, talk, you know, judge a game based off of it, it post-patch, pre-patch? We have a lot to talk about. So uh, join us in a couple weeks for that. And um, thank you for listening. Don't forget to follow to be notified when we post a new episode. Uh, you can also find us on social media at Pixelated Realms or Pixelated Realms Podcast. Thank you. Thank you.